segment of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, and we're here with the hockey expert, James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So so we're going to go over um, Thursday's games, a little bit of Friday's games, uh, do some pickups, and then preview Saturday. How's that sound? Yeah, it sounds good. Let's just hop right into it. All right. So I guess we can start with Detroit versus Boston. Really dominant performance uh, by the Bruins. Um, we have Bergeron with... Um, Four goals, uh, one in the first, two in the second, one in the third. And uh, we have uh, Mike Riley with another goal for Boston and in the third, and Lucas Raymond in the third for Detroit. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, Bergeron getting four goals, that's insane. I think <clears throat> it was his first four goals of the season, which is also pretty impressive. Yeah, this is pretty much Boston's best game of the season, in my opinion. They really came out to play. And then as for Detroit, I think sort of falling off a hill for them. I think they've lost their past four games, something like that. Uh, They just really haven't looked good. Sort of coming back to reality in terms of the Detroit team we were expecting to see this season. I know they had started out pretty well, but yeah, I think these two teams are sort of becoming the teams that we thought they would be at the beginning of the season. I guess for Detroit, hopefully they can go on another run. Yeah, we'll definitely have to see about that. Sure. And I guess uh, speaking of good performances, uh, we can move on to um, Maple Leafs beating uh, Tampa Bay by a goal in overtime. I think it really clutch. Um, we had Pat Maroon for Tampa Bay in the first period. Uh, John Tavares in the third to tie the game up. And William Nylander was able to clutch the game out for Toronto in overtime. And what do you think about this? Honestly, um, I know Tampa Bay, they, they scored early. Um, but, I mean, Toronto did play well throughout most of the game. They didn't tie it up until the last minute of the third period, which is pretty crazy. Um, so they were down one nothing virtually since the first period. Then they tie it up. They sort of take that momentum into overtime. They get a power play. The Nylander, he's been clutch. I think this is his second overtime winner of the year, so he's been really good in extra time. Yeah, he gets it done for Toronto. They've just been pretty hot lately i think they started out the season two four and one now they're like six four and one something like that so toronto's really picking it up tampa bay i mean they've been better they've been they're what five three and two so 12 points on the year um yeah i mean you can't fault tampa bay i mean these are two of the top teams in the atlantic division for sure uh one of them had to come out on top and it ended up being toronto and i guess uh what are your thoughts on toronto going forward yeah, this is a top three team in the Atlantic, along with both Florida and Tampa Bay, in my opinion. I mean, we talked about this at the beginning of the season. Boston's probably like a close fourth, but I think these are the premier teams in this division. Sounds good. And I guess moving on to a premier performance, we have the Islanders um, beating the Canadians 6-2. Um, Brock Nelson in the first for the Islanders. Brock Nelson with two more goals in the second for the Islanders, and uh, Wallstrom and Pajot, each with goals of their own, also in the second period. And in the third period, we had um, Nick Suzuki and Tyler Toffoli for Montreal. And Brock Nelson, again, with another goal for the Islanders. And what are your thoughts? So, yeah, on Thursday, two guys had four goal performances. We talked about Bergeron already. 
Now Brock Nelson had four goals in this game. Honestly, it looked like Montreal was starting to turn things around. Then they just come out and get blown out again. I don't know what it is with this Montreal team at this point. Um, yeah, Suzuki and Toffoli scoring, I guess, is encouraging for them. But other than that, yeah, this just was not their game. Wallstrom's been very good this year. Five goals in his limited minutes is really good. Nelson, obviously, really strong. Yeah, this Islanders team, they've been on the road to start the season. I mean, they've won, what, four out of their first eight games? That's not even that bad, considering they don't get to play at home until, like, what, 14 games into the season. So, I mean, they're making the best they can out of their schedule. So, the Islanders have done a decent job. Montreal, on the other hand, yeah, they have a lot of work to do. Yeah, I mean, Carey Price isn't uh, playing right now, trying to get healthy, which is kind of a factor. But at the same time, they have to figure something out. Yeah, I believe he's exiting his program soon. So when he comes back, we'll have to see. But yeah, uh, they'll definitely give a boost to this team for sure. For sure. And moving on to the next game, we have another dominant performance by the Vegas Golden Knights, beating Ottawa 5-1. No no goals in the first, but in the second, we have a lot of goals. Uh, William Carey, Carrier, Brett Howden. Uh, Jonathan Marchesol for Vegas and Brady Kachuk for Ottawa. And in the third period, we had Alex Petrangelo and Jonathan Marchesol again for uh, Vegas. What are your thoughts? Honestly, yeah, these two teams, it's interesting they faced each other. They've been two of the teams that have been in the news this week. Uh, We'll talk about that after I look at this game. But yeah, big win for Vegas. They've been slipping a little bit. They definitely need to get back in the win column, and they did put up a lot of goals in this game, which is really encouraging considering they have a lot of offensive injuries. As for Ottawa, they're still technically rebuilding. I wouldn't read too much into this. Three wins in their first 10 games was something that probably could have been expected to start the year. So yeah, I I won't uh, harp on Ottawa over it. I guess the news items I'll talk about. Yeah, Ottawa named Brady Kachuk their captain this week. Uh, Pretty exciting. He did get a goal in this game, which is also encouraging. He signed that contract with them as well. So they're committed to him long term. It's nice to see. The other news item is regarding Vegas. They acquired Jack Eichel in a trade this week. I won't go over all the details for the trade, but what I'll say is he'll have a, 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 I think, a three to five month surgery timeline uh, where he won't be able to play until then. Um, But yeah, anytime you add a big caliber player like that, your team's going to be stronger in the long run. So yeah, good on Vegas for acquiring him. And I guess Buffalo got a lot in return, so they should be pretty happy about that. Yeah, seems like a win-win on both sides. Yeah, um, whether it was Ottawa naming Kachuk their captain or a win on both sides in terms of the trade, yeah, I definitely agree. There was obviously risk with Eichel getting the surgery done. So Buffalo just wanted to eliminate themselves from the risk. They might lose out on the trade in the long run if the surgery goes well. But, I mean, who knows what those draft picks could turn out to be. So, yeah, um, definitely a win on both sides. For sure. And I guess uh, moving on to another win we have on Florida with a really clutch performance against Washington. Went all the way down to the wire. Um, We were able to beat Washington 5-4 in overtime. Uh, We had Alexander Barkov and Aaron Ekblad for Florida in the first period. And in the second period, we had uh, Brandon Montour and Alexander Barkov again for Florida. And we had Daniel Sprong, Alex Ovechkin, and Tom Wilson for uh, Washington. Um, 
we had Connor McMichael for Washington again in the third period. And um, Ito Luster ran in for uh, Florida in overtime to clutch the game out. What are your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, this is a game between probably two of the best uh, teams in their respective divisions. Um, yeah, this game pretty much was Florida to start, then Washington answered back, then Florida responded again, then Washington came back to tie it up. I think Tom Wilson's goal came in the last minute of the second period. And then in the third period, they ended up tying it up. I believe this is Connor McMichael's first career goal, if I'm not mistaken. So good on him. And then going to overtime, uh, I think his name is uh, Lusorainen. Uh, I don't know how you, I think you probably pronounced it better than me, but yeah, he got the winner there. Good on him. Um, yeah, I saw the goal. It was, it was pretty nice and, and yeah, uh, good win for the Panthers. Uh, I think they, they don't even have a regulation loss this entire season in their first 10 games. So really solid from them. Uh, Capitals, I mean, they've only won five out of their first 10, but they only have one regulation loss. So, I mean, their season hasn't been too bad. Um, Alex Ovechkin really solid. I think what he leads the league with like 10 goals to start. Um, and yeah, other than that, I think the Capitals just have a few things they need to fix up. But other than that, uh, these two teams should be really solid. For sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, um, we have another um, game that ended in overtime. Um, the Penguins were able to beat the Flyers 3-2. I think it's pretty impressive, especially with Crosby out. Um, we had Brock McGinn in the first for Pittsburgh, uh, Jake Gunsell in the second for Pittsburgh, and we had Travis Konechny uh, for Philadelphia in the second. And in the third, we had uh, Scott Lawton for Philadelphia to tie the game up, and Chris Letang was able to bring the game home for Pittsburgh in overtime. And what do you think about this? Yeah, these uh, two teams, rivals, obviously, um, they're actually both pretty solid this year. Um, I'm surprised Pittsburgh was able to take it to overtime with uh, a lot of the players they were missing, you know, not having Crosby, Malkin, and others. But, I mean, they got the job done. Good on them. Flyers, they've been playing well. They haven't lost too many, so losing this one doesn't hurt them. They're still ahead of Pittsburgh, I believe. But, yeah, both of these two teams should be playoff teams. I said this at the beginning of the year. Uh, Philadelphia, we expected a bounce back from them. They're very strong this year. So I like what I'm seeing from them. I'm glad that they sort of respected the faith that I had in them going into the year and they actually played well, which is really nice to see. And then, yeah, Pittsburgh is just doing what Pittsburgh does and they win no matter who's in the lineup. So, yeah, really solid from both teams. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to another um, overtime performance, a really solid play by Dallas. They were able to um, beat the Flames 4-3. I think both teams played pretty solid. Um, we had Dennis Gurionov for Dallas in the first. And in the second, we had uh, Blake Camo for Dallas, and Milan Lucic and Matthew Kachuk for um, the Flames. And in the third period, we had Tyler Sagan for Dallas and Nikita Zadorov for Calgary. And Jamie Benn was able to clutch the game out for the Stars in overtime. And what do you think about this performance? Yeah, about time from Jamie Benn. I have him in one of my leagues. He's been getting me a lot of hits, a lot of blocks, shots, but the goals haven't been going in. So I, it's really encouraging to see that from him. When you're in a grinders league like that, Jamie Benn's one of the best fantasy players, but outside of that, he could be pretty frustrating at times. But yeah, good on Dallas. They needed this win. 
uh, gets them to a 500 record. Definitely really solid. Calgary's been hot. Uh, only one regulation loss in their first 10 games. They've been really solid. Um, they dragged this game to overtime as well, tying it up in the third period, I believe with like three something left to go. So yeah, both teams played pretty solid. Um, I think Calgary, yeah, they said in their last nine games, they haven't lost in a regulation. So that's, that's pretty insane. Calgary's playing out of their mind right now. I believe they're second in their division behind the Oilers. Um, and then for Dallas, they're sort of like, middling right now um i mean they are fully healthy from what i've seen i know robertson's back and some of the other guys that were out so i guess if they can sort of just get back to you know playing their style i think that they can keep winning games and they can definitely try and get into a playoff spot for sure and i guess moving on to the next game we have um really dominant performance by seattle against the sabers they really put to win by two um we have Morton Kiki for Seattle in the first, and Jordan Eberle or Ebro for Seattle in the second. And we had Tate Thompson and Kyle Oposo for Buffalo. And in the third period, we had um, Jordan Ebro for uh, two goals um, for Seattle, and we had Jaden Schwartz for Seattle as well. And uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, big win for Seattle. Uh, they seem to be playing much better at home than on the road, which is really encouraging. Um, yeah, like you mentioned, um, you know, uh, Jordan uh, Everly had uh, three goals. He had a hat trick, first one in cracking history. That's really solid. And then, yeah, as for Buffalo, uh, they lost their third game in a row. It really looks like that fast start that we had seen from them is, I guess, you know, fading away. They're becoming the Buffalo team that we sort of expected to see at the beginning of the year maybe it's because of Olafson's injury uh who knows because Olafson was their best scorer coming into the year um but yeah uh, hopefully Seattle can turn it around they did have a rough start to the season um they still are under 500 so hopefully a couple more wins can come for them they can sort of level off and then I guess we'll see what happens there yeah and I guess for Buffalo um they did have a relatively easier schedule they were facing um more, I guess, like rebuilding teams, but a lot of the teams that they're playing, they're going to be kind of teams that are either in the middle or they're going to be trying to go for the playoffs. So they're going to have like a more difficult um, schedule this week, but hopefully they can get some upsets. Yeah, they just got to sort of play like they've been playing at the beginning of the year. They can't start slacking off now or else those losses are going to add up. We saw that happen last year. For sure. And I guess moving on, um, we have another loss for Chicago. The losses have been adding up. Unfortunately, they, they fell to the Jets um, 5-1. We have Paul Statsny and Neil Pionk for Winnipeg in the first. Um, Dominic uh, Toninato and Kyle Connor in the second, both for Winnipeg. And in the third period, we had Nikolai um, Ehler for Winnipeg and Mackenzie and Twistle for Chicago in the third. And uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I guess we'll jump to Friday then. Um, I think you missed one game on the Thursday slate, but we'll get back to that after. I'll just take a look at this game. Yeah, this was surprising for me. Uh, Chicago, they looked really strong. They got their first win earlier this week. And then they just get blown out by the Jets. They have their backup. Jets have their backup goal, Yannette. The Hawks have Marc-Andre Fleury, and it just doesn't work out for them. Um, yeah, I, I think Winnipeg, they, they really 
become one of the stronger teams in the central, um, you know, right there with teams like Colorado and St. Louis playing really strong. Um, and then you yeah, ask for Chicago. I just don't know what to say about this team anymore. They just, they just can't seem to figure it out this year. Their only win came, I mean, it was against Ottawa. So, I mean, you kind of expect a win there. Other than that, even expected wins aren't coming for the Chicago team. Yeah, it's kind of um, confusing as to what's going on because, again, this was a team on, on paper that was supposed to be one of the best in their division. So hopefully they go back to the drawing board and kind of fix some things. Yeah, a coaching change is definitely coming soon. There's no question about that. And of course, their GM was already released earlier this year. And, I mean, since then, things really haven't changed. I mean, one win since their GM got released, it's it's not working. The coach has to be next, in my opinion. Yeah. And I guess moving on to the next game, back, going back to um, Thursday's games, we have St. Louis being San Jose 5-3. to three. Um, Both play, both teams played really well. Um, we have Brent Burns for San Jose and Logan Couture for San Jose as well. And we had Brandon Sad for St. Louis also in the first. In the second, we have uh, Pavel Buknevic and Brandon Sad and James Neal for St. Louis and uh, Nick Merkley for San Jose. And then the third period, we had Robert Thomas for St. Louis. And uh, what do you think about this performance by these teams? Honestly, um, I think it's a great performance by St. Louis. They came back. Uh, they were down early. What was it like 3-2 uh, midway through the second? And yeah, they... They just came back. Uh, I can't really fault the Sharks team just because they've been out of so many players due to COVID. I think St. Louis is now starting <laughs> starting to see their their uh, players get out for COVID as well. Um, I don't know what the issue is there, but uh, yeah, both of these teams, like they're going in opposite directions right now. St. Louis, they're just cruising. They're like, what, seven, one and one. The Sharks have started out uh, really hot, but they're sort of middling now. Obviously, like I said, I can't blame them because of the COVID issues. Uh, I mean, hopefully they get their players back soon and um, the Sharks can sort of stay in playoff contention. But yeah, like I said, St. Louis, they're one of the best teams in the West right now. Yeah, I think San Jose, I still think they're playing really well because um, last year their record was uh, not this good. So as long as they can... I guess, try to stay as healthy as possible, they should still have a shot. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I guess um, looking at the rest of Friday's games, um, they're all still going on. Um, currently, uh, New Jersey versus LA just started. Um, Anaheim is beating Arizona by about two goals in the first. Um, Vancouver and Nashville are tied right now. The first period just ended. And... Um, the Rangers are up 4-1 against Edmonton in the second, which is really surprising. I believe it just became 4-2 right now. Yeah. Oilers just scored. So I guess we had a goal by the Oilers. So um, still really surprising performance by the Rangers, but uh, we won't be covering those games. So I guess we'll move on to our pickups now. And uh, who do you got for forwards? Yeah, so for forwards, I have Brock Nelson at center, obviously. I mean, he just had a four-goal game. 
But I mean, as for his other performances, they have been pretty solid. Just looking at some of his last few games, he had that four goal game, obviously seven shots there, you know, one assist the game before that power. It was a power play point. He had three shots. He's getting at least three shots almost every game. He had a two point game, a couple of games before that. So yeah, if you're, if you're short of centers, you, you need a center to pick up. He's only around 25% rostered in Yahoo League, so definitely go add Nelson. And then for left wing, um, I have Alex Ayafalo from the LA Kings. He's around 30% rostered. Uh, he's been on quite a scoring streak lately. Uh, his last game against St. Louis, he had a point. Then he had a point against Buffalo. He had three points against Montreal. All of these games he's had, like, three shots or more. Um, in the, the game against Winnipeg, he was plus one. He had an assist, four shots, two hits. He's been really solid. Definitely go at him if you need someone on the left side. And then um, I have Victor Olofsson again. He's hurt right now. He's still Buffalo's top scorer. Um, before he got hurt, this guy was just racking up points like crazy. And shots, he's averaging like three a game. So, I mean, Adam, if you have an IR, IR plus spot, just add him, put him there. And then when he comes back, yeah, he can be a solid winger for you. So, yeah, add Victor Olofsson. Sure. And I guess for centers, um, I mean, for forwards, I have um, center Adam Enrique. He's about 49% rostered. Um, he's been playing really hot right now. Um, I think he got added 41% from the last day. Um, he's has four goals, five assists. He's plus one right now. He has 28 shots um, against um, Arizona as the game's happening. I think right now he's basically covered almost every category except it. So he's um, really good all around. So um, you can definitely pick him up. And I guess I also have Marcus Foligno um, for the Minnesota Wilds. He has about four goals, four assists. He's plus one with 11 shots, and he's only 34% rostered right now. So there's quite a bit um, of leaks that you can add in, in. And he also gets a decent amount of hits as well. So he's another player that you can pick up. And I guess for deeper leagues, um, Zemgis uh, Jurgensen for Buffalo. Um, he currently has three goals, three assists, plus two on Buffalo, which is really good and he has 18 shots, and he should be getting, I guess, more touches from the puck, um, I guess, with the injuries and the trade that just happened. So uh, I think in deep, deep leaks, he's worth a look. And I guess, who do you got for defense? All right, getting to defense, I have uh, Gus Forsling again um, for the Florida Panthers. He added two assists in the last game, including a nice pass for that overtime winner. Um, he's been getting a lot of shots too. I think for a defenseman, two or more shots in every game recently is just really solid. He'll throw the occasional hit here and there. His plus minus has been pretty solid over the year. Yeah, definitely go at him. Uh, if you need a defenseman at the end of your bench, he's pretty solid. And then um, I've been saying this for a couple of weeks now, go at Evan Bouchard for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, he keeps getting more and more minutes. He's averaging like what, 23 minutes now, which is insane. Um, yeah, and he's getting like what almost two shots a game, he's averaging almost two hits a game, too, which is really solid. His plus minus has been up and down, but when it's up, he's usually plus two or better in those games, so it's really solid. 
and then yeah the the points will come you just got to give him a bit of time but yeah if, if you're in a keepers league dynasty league he should be owned already 100 percent for sure and i guess for my two guys i have on defense rasmus anderson for the calgary flames um he's probably gonna be mostly a shallow shallow league pick um he already got added 20 percent so but he's a he has a really good pickup. Um, Calgary has been hot right now. They have a really good schedule. Um, most of the teams they should be able to be competitive with. He is mostly defensive, or not defensive, but he he's mostly kind of like a plus minus, um, I guess guy. He gets a lot of assists. He has about ten shots, but he hasn't gotten a goal lately. But if you need plus minus, you need assists. He's definitely the defender that you can look at. And I guess um, if you need a guy who has a lot of hits, again, Radko Budas, he's still 48% rostered. He is day-to-day, so um, you're going to want to, I guess, kind of check uh, check that. But he is still plus seven with 20 shots, and he gets a bunch of hits. So he's still, um, I guess, worth getting a look at. And who do you have for goalies? Yeah, so for goalies, I have uh, James Reimer from San Jose. It's only around 25% roster in Yahoo leagues. I mean, this guy, he just wins pretty much every game he's been playing. Like, um, in in the games he started this year, he beat Ottawa. Uh, he lost to Nashville. And then his next two, he beat Winnipeg and he beat Buffalo. So, I mean, if he keeps getting wins, um, you got to pick him up. You got to start him. He's going sol- to be really solid. Um, I think most of the losses, except for one or – they're on Aiden Hill and they're not on Reimer. I think Reimer's been really solid. He's been better than Hill. He deserves to be the starter. We'll see what happens. Um, I think there's a chance he gets the start Saturday against New Jersey. Uh, this is a New Jersey team that they've had injuries. They haven't played well. I mean, this could be your chance to get a win in the fantasy category. So go out of James Reimer. I think he's going to be solid. For sure. And I guess for my goalies, I have um, Anton Kudobin for the Dallas Stars. Um, Dallas, they've also been uh, playing really well right now. He does have about um, two wins for the season, but I think some of the teams that they have on the schedule, they should be able to beat, like at Vancouver, Nashville, Detroit. Dallas should be able to beat those teams. So um, that's a chance for Kudobin to get uh, more more wins and kind of increases that so I think he does have some upside this week and um, Bernier I think he's going to be deep leagues only I think for this week you might want to stay away but when the schedule starts to clear up you might be able to I guess pick him up later and I guess we can move on to the preview um, we can start with uh, Tampa Bay versus Ottawa um, guessing that Tampa Bay is probably going to win this. I mean, yeah, you probably got to go with Tampa Bay here, um, especially with the way Ottawa's been playing lately. I just really think they haven't been solid. So, yeah, just roll with Tampa Bay here. Sure. And I guess moving on to Carolina versus Florida, bit of a toss-up, but who do you think takes this? Yeah, both of these teams have not lost in regulation, so someone's going to take a loss here. I don't know. I'm, I might lean with the Panthers at home. Uh, maybe you got to see who the starting goalies are. Maybe they give Carolina their first loss. So it's going to be a toss-up either way. I might lean with the home team here. Sure. 
And I guess moving on to the next game, we have um, the Islanders against the Jets. Um, both teams are on a streak right now, but who gets to keep theirs? I'm going to have to go with the Jets after seeing what I saw in uh, Friday's game. Yeah, um, they look really solid. Um, they are at home here too. Starting goalie Connor Hallibuck's going to be in net. Yeah, let's let's go with Winnipeg. All right. And moving on to Detroit versus Buffalo. Both teams on a losing streak, so who's going to hold on to their losing streak? Yeah, I got to side with the home team again. Give me Buffalo here. Um, I don't know what it's what's been going on with Detroit lately. Um, I think Buffalo, even though they haven't been their best, they've still been playing a bit better. Yeah, give me Buffalo here. All right. And moving on, we have a classic rivalry, Boston versus Toronto. Who do you think takes this? Yeah, both teams have been playing better lately. This one's another one of those toss-up ones. I guess once again, I have to go with the home team here, and that's Toronto. Um, as, as long as they're able to you know, play just as good defense as they've been playing. They should find uh, ways to score, and I think that'll help them beat Boston. For sure. And I guess uh, moving on, we have Vegas versus Montreal. Um, again, Vegas has been pretty, playing pretty well. Um, Montreal's been a little streaky, so who do you think takes this? Honestly, this one's tough to pick just because Montreal is at home. That gives them a bit of an advantage. But, I mean, Vegas... They've been playing better lately, but have they been better overall? Yeah, maybe. Right now, I'd probably say Vegas, but I might change my mind before the game. So, yeah, I'm going to say Vegas. All right. And moving on to Minnesota versus Pittsburgh. Again, two really solid teams, but who do you think takes this? Yeah, Minnesota has to bounce back at some point. I think this is the game they do it. Um, Pittsburgh, obviously, they don't have key players in the lineup. Obviously, to them, it doesn't matter. They just keep winning. But, yeah, I think this is the game where Minnesota gets it right. I think they'll win here. All right. And I guess moving on to Philadelphia versus uh, Washington. Who do you think takes this game? Once again, got to sign with the home team, Washington. I mean, yeah, they, they, they them and Philadelphia, they've been around the same. Uh yeah, I think I will go with Washington here. Just because they're at home just seems like a, the right spot for them to get the win here. Sure. And moving on to the Avalanche versus the Blue Jackets. Um, the Blue Jackets have been put, playing really solid right now, so do you think they can beat Colorado? I mean, they beat Colorado in Colorado last time, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did it here. Uh, I just think that this is a matchup for Colorado to sort of even the series. So I might lean with Colorado there. Um, but Columbus has been making games more of a toss-up than we expect. So that's one thing you got to look out for with this team. They're playing really hard. But yeah, I think Colorado talent-wise is just a lot better. So I'm going to go with them. All right. And moving on to Seattle versus Arizona. Um, Arizona, they've not been playing well at all. Um, Seattle's been playing pretty decent. So I'm guessing you'd have to go with Seattle on this. Yeah, I mean, Arizona doesn't have a win all year. I believe they're down in Friday's game against Anaheim. Let's just assume that's going to be a loss, too. So Coyotes will be going into this game, coming off a back-to-back, and they're winless. So, yeah, I'll just go with Seattle here. And moving on, we have another game between two really solid teams right now, New York versus Calgary. Who do you think takes this one? I'm going to lean Calgary just because the Rangers are playing Friday night, and the Oilers are a team that can gas you out a little bit with their speed. 
So then them having to go right into Calgary the next night, honestly, if Calgary plays an even like an average game, I think they can win. If they come on and play a, a bad game, obviously the Rangers are going to beat them, but the Flames don't really need anything special to win this game, in my opinion. So, yeah, I'm going to go Calgary here. All right. And moving on, we have the New Jersey Devils versus uh, San Jose. Um, who do you think takes this one? Yeah, even though the Sharks are shorthanded, like I said, they've still been playing well. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Sharks here. They should be able to get it done against uh, New Jersey. Um, would I be surprised if New Jersey won? No, but yeah, I like the way the Sharks have been playing even without their stars. All right. And I guess that's about um, it for, I guess, um, our schedule. Do you have any final thoughts? Honestly, teams that we, you know, that we saw, oh, they had an amazing start. They're sort of leveling out now. Teams with rough starts that we expected to be better except for Chicago, are all leveling out as well. Yeah, I think teams are sort of establishing where they need to be in the standings. I guess as we move on further, we can sort of talk playoffs. Right now it's still a little too early, but yeah, I like the way the season's gone so far for sure. Yeah, I think, I guess, dark horse so far would be Columbus, it looks like. Um, I guess they've been more of kind of like a middle-of-the-road kind of team maybe a little bit on the, I guess, the weaker side of the league, but they've been playing surprisingly well. They could end up being a team that just misses the playoffs by maybe a couple points. Like, they're going to be fighting hard every game. I like what I've seen from Columbus so far. Sure. And uh, that about uh, wraps everything up for everything at NHL this week. Um, If you like what you watched, you can subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. Uh, leave us a comment, leave us a review, um, let us know about your thoughts for the games this week. And uh, if you liked what you listened to, you can follow us on Spotify. You can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcast. And uh, if you need some sports picks, you can follow us at FanFanPodcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.